Chapter 2. Retrospeak By mid-afternoon the following day, news of the non-robbery had reached Steele's good friends, Roger, a.k.a. the Philosopher, and Stan. As the three men sat inside Steele's royal blue booth, the Philosopher revealed that his uncle used to take him to get his hair cut next door, during the summer when he would stay with him. I was about eight or nine when my Uncle James would take me. Man, that was ages ago. I think the dude's name was Ramon. He owned the joint. He was a tall guy with long black hair. He always wore his hair slicked back. The philosopher used his hands to demonstrate his description. Ramon had a pencil-thin mustache and long sideburns. Steele listened intently to his friend's description. What else can you tell me about this guy? Steele asked. The philosopher thought for a moment, then raised a finger. Yeah, he always wore a chain. I think it was gold with a blue crystal pendant around his neck. The philosopher pointed to the ceiling. He lived upstairs above the shop. I used to hear Uncle James and his friends talking about him. Sugar Bear brought the guys a tray of drinks. He walked up just as the philosopher got to the part about the roof. Yeah, Sugar Bear chimed in. I heard he was into witchcraft. A friend of mine said he was doing all kind of voodoo spells and that he was into alchemy. Sugar Bear leaned forward. You know, they say he could turn copper into gold. Stan laughed as he flagged Sugar Bear. Man, get the hell out of here. You believe that, Bull? Sugar Bear cut Stan off. Why do you think that guy showed up yesterday morning? It's true. My daddy told me he had a stash of gold hidden somewhere, and nobody ever found it. I bet that's what he came looking for. Sugar Bear turned to Steel. Shakya's gonna blow a gasket when she finds out that you're taking on another case. Steel sipped his Pepsi, put down the glass, and looked back at Sugar Bear. Trying not to get irritated by Sugar Bear's comment, he slowly shook his head. There is no case, Sugar Bear. I'm just curious, that's all. It was less than 48 hours before Philadelphia's finest apprehended the would-be robber. The arrest didn't actually make headlines, but the story did appear on page 17 of the Philadelphia Daily News, and on their website. It didn't happen very often, but Sugar Bear was right. The gun-toting man was the son of one of the barbers who used to work in the shop. He also believed the rumors about the gold, and thought it was hidden somewhere inside the walls.